you're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. Each week, I'll bring you conversations with some of the most passionate, hardworking, and limitless thinkers on this earth who have a story to share, a brand that inspires, or a fire inside of them to live life on their own terms. The intention behind each episode is simple. And that's to include you in these conversations so that you can learn, apply, and grow in your own life and in your business. If I can share one quick secret with you before we begin, it's that we all have a little bit of visionary inside of us. But perhaps somewhere along the line, someone told you to play small, to play safe, and that led you to live an ordinary life. Tuning into Visionary Life will help you dust off the limiting beliefs you carry around so that you can begin to create your own most visionary life. It's in you. It's in all of us. Let's dive in. Hey, visionaries. Welcome back to another episode of Visionary Life Podcast. I'm excited because I'm doing an Ask Me Anything episode, and I surveyed you guys to see what kind of questions you had for me and picked up a few that I'm actually pretty excited to answer. So I've barely uh, had time to prepare answers, so a lot of this is actually going to be on the fly for you today and really just me speaking from my heart and, and sharing what comes to mind when I see these questions. So uh, I think let's just dive right in. But actually, first, I do want to say that coming up starting on Monday, June 28th, we do have our next cohort of the Visionary Method that is kicking off. So I want to share that 60% of North Americans are actually unhappy with their careers. And to me, that is tragic considering most of you are actually spending the majority of waking hours at work. And so the Visionary Method is an online course and it's a coaching community that's going to help you to launch your business and to generate your first 50,000 in revenue. So we've already helped hundreds of adventurous visionaries like you to find clarity in your business idea tap into templates for success and to find ways to work with your dream clients. So if you're interested in things like how to build out your business blueprint to generate your first 50K, how to understand your dream clients and why they will choose your services over anyone else's, maybe you want to master your social media strategy, your marketing, your online presence, you need help writing your sales page and building your website, we actually have all of those workbooks and frameworks ready to go. So you can join for just $178 per month. And right now we have a promo code for you. So if you want more info, head to KelseyRidal.com and click the big red banner to get started. You can join Melissa who signed her first high ticket coaching client within just eight weeks. You can join Erin who was able to leave her high paying full-time job after just a couple of years. And Krista had her first $11,000 month in revenue after just 10 months inside of the visionary method. So again, head to KelseyRidal.com, click the big red banner, and you can actually use the code SHINE at checkout on your 12-month payment plan to save 15%. So pretty special. All of those details will be in the show notes. You can access them there. And let's dive into today's Q&A. All right. So 
A few of these questions were actually pulled from the most recent Tim Ferriss podcast. I want to give him a big shout out. I'm a huge fan of his show and he did a Q&A episode recently. So to supplement the questions that you all submitted, I also wanted to steal some of the questions that his audience had asked him to fill the gaps. So question number one, who or what has brought you the most joy in the past six months? Okay, cool question. I love this topic of what lights us up, what brings us joy, because that is really one of the purposes behind the Visionary Life brand is to inspire you to follow your joy and to notice what brings you joy, what enhances your mood, and to actually do more of it. And on the contrary, notice what actually steals your joy, what takes away your joy, and then workshop how you can do less of it. So personally, things that have brought me the most joy over the last six months would be number one, meeting new people. I've realized that this is something I'm deeply fascinated by. I have always been somebody who's had a lot of acquaintances, we'll say. So I have my close friends, I have my family, but I also have a lot of people within my network. And I always thought maybe this was a fault of mine that I have a lot of acquaintances, people that I do different activities with. And, you know, when it came down to who we invited to our wedding, we had hundreds and hundreds of people that we wanted there because we wanted those acquaintances there. And I know that there are some people who are quite the opposite, who keep their circles tight. I don't do that. I keep my circle really, really big. And I love making new friends and meeting new people. So, you know, a couple years ago, I joined a business coaching community and met so many entrepreneurs. Five years ago, I joined a cycling community in Toronto and met so many female cyclists who I loved riding with. And most recently, six months ago, I moved to a brand new town where I didn't know anybody. And I found the whole uh, process of meeting new people super fascinating. And I'm still in that process, but I really love uh, finding points of commonality with new people, having conversations and hearing people's life stories. I like to be the one asking questions. So I always think of that quote by Dale Carnegie that says, it's better to be fascinated than to be fascinating. Or maybe he says, you don't have to be fascinating. You just have to be interested or fascinated with others. And that is totally me. I don't want to be interesting. I just want to know everyone else's life story. So that has definitely brought me a lot of joy in the last six months. The next thing maybe comes as no surprise, but biking. I've noticed that the days in which I schedule a two or a three hour bike ride I am a better person. I am full of joy. I am brimming to my core with happiness. (laughs) So I try to schedule that in five or six days a week because it brings me all the joy. It really does put me in a state where I can approach the rest of my day with a positive mindset. So exploration and biking and Cultivating that sense of adventure has really meant a lot to me. And that is something I've realized along my entrepreneurial journey over the last five years that I have to have adventure in my life. And when I don't have adventure, so when I have a day where I'm just at home and I'm not doing anything and I don't have any crazy plans, I actually start to fall into a bit of a slump. 
And so for me, the crux of adventure and entrepreneurship is where magic happens. When I inspire myself by doing something crazy, like a few months ago, we got a kayak and the river behind our house was rushing. Like it was rapids. And I threw a helmet on and Dave and I trekked the kayak into the woods and I dumped in right away. I lost the kayak. (laughs) But that sense of adventure is what keeps me alive. And that's not the case for everyone. I know my sister has told me that like, My husband and I, Dave, she's like, you and Dave are just more adventurous and risk tolerant than the average people. And yes, we are. And I'm glad that I know that about myself and that Dave knows that about himself because when we're not feeling joy, it's generally a sense of lack of adventure. So adventure has brought me a lot of joy, especially in biking. And the third thing I'll say on that topic that has brought me a lot of joy in the last six months is just having slower weekends. And I don't mean slow by not being active because I barely find time to read books or sit down on weekends. Generally, I'm biking for five hours and then we have people coming over and that's the whole day. And so the weekends go by really fast, but mostly it doesn't involve me getting in my car and going anywhere. And previous to this year, We spent most of our weekends leaving Toronto on a Friday and then doing some sort of adventure. Maybe it was in Algonquin Park or we would go to Prince Edward County or who knows where, a friend's cottage, a bachelorette party. And then I'd come back on Sunday and feel pretty frantic going into the work week. But I just got used to it. But lately, our weekends have been more unscheduled and we always say that Any weekend where we don't have to get in the car and drive is the best weekend ever. And I've had lots of those and feel so, so, so happy about that. So there you have it. That's what has brought me a lot of joy in the last six months. Question number two, what do you do when you're stuck in a negative mindset? Okay. This happens to all of us. So first of all, acknowledge that you're not the only one who's falling into these dips. And I've actually chatted with so many awesome business owners on the Visionary Life podcast. In particular, uh, one conversation that stands out is my conversation with Jen Pike. And we talk about the dips of entrepreneurship. And the reason why I want to bring this up is to just share that it happens no matter where you are along your journey. These dips are very, very normal. And so for me, when I get stuck in that negative mindset and I know, you know, I do need to work, so I can't just take the day off, for example, I have a list of things that I'll shuffle through that usually can shake my bad mood or shake my negative mindset or my negativity. So first off, I put music on. I need to have EDM dance music pretty much all day. (laughs) And I know that sounds kind of crazy and aggressive, but like if I don't have loud dance beats in my ears, I'm falling into a slump. There's just no way I can maintain a good mood when I don't have that pump up music on. So lots and lots of good tunage happening around here, especially in my headphones. Uh, When I'm in that negative mindset too, I'll usually try to pause my work for a bit. I feel like pushing through when I'm not in the mood just ends up making me frustrated. And so I need to step away from the computer for a bit. Generally, that means stepping out into nature. So just going by the river, walking the dog, um, doing anything that's outdoors 
maybe it's dancing. So the combination of music and being outside, but that helps me so, so much. So just disconnecting from my laptop. And the other thing would be listening to podcasts. So when I'm listening to somebody else's conversation, I have trouble being in a negative mindset. So one thing that really helps me to shake that negative mindset is to put on a podcast, go for a walk, be in nature. That would be the ultimate combo, right? If you can do any of these factors uh, together, I think that's the best. But yeah, it's just having those tools in your toolbox to be able to shake that mood. So I hope that helps. It's not perfect. Sometimes I just have to admit defeat and think it's not my day. Like <laughs> I'm not 110% today and that's okay. I've realized, especially as a woman, I'm not going to operate at full capacity every day. And I have to recognize and honor that. Next question, a little bit similar to this, but someone says, how are you so productive? <laughs> Well, first of all, I don't think I'm more, well, okay, I'm not sure. I don't know what my productivity level is compared to the average person, but I would say, number one, it all comes down to how you take care of yourself because your body is your vessel for doing your best work. So how can you possibly be productive, run a business, balance a handful of clients, private clients, and all the students in the visionary method if you don't take care of yourself first. So my top priority is in taking care of me. I am the most important factor in running my business, right? My clients are very, very important, but without me, I can't show up for my clients. So my productivity starts with health, which means sleeping really, really well every night. I sleep eight hours minimum every night. It means drinking lots of water. It means buying good quality food, like organic when possible, only whole foods, splurging once in a while on the weekends, but honestly eating in and eating simple a lot of the time, um, exercising at least once a day, nature. And those are, you know, very simple health tips. And the other kind of thought I have on how I'm so productive is that I just show up whether I want to or not. Like this isn't a, do I want to work today or not? This is my livelihood. This is my business. And I see so many people who start and then they dabble. They dabble for three months. They create a course and then they get one or two clients and then they kind of disappear and stop creating content, stop building their audience. And I can tell you with complete confidence that there's not been a day or two in the last five years that I've checked out from work. I'm posting content every day. I'm always showing up. Like even on vacation, I'm checking in and still doing lead gen and things like that. So it's uh, whether I want to or not, you do something towards your business every day. And I think the compound effect will always pay off in that situation. So that's what I would say to how I am so productive. And thank you for <laughs> recognizing. Um, I literally can't sit still, so maybe that's why too. It could be a problem. <laughs> um, who are you learning from? That's the next question. Um, okay, well, I'm always learning from life experience and watching the people around me. But I think as with anyone that we consider a mentor or who we're studying from, 
it's cyclical, right? So you'll always have people that come into your life for a certain period of time. And then at some point it's time to let them go or they naturally fall away from you. So when I think about who I'm learning from right now, I would say the biggest influence on me is someone named Dune, Dune Roisin. And I actually recently interviewed her for the Visionary Life podcast. And she's the founder of Female Startup Club. And just by watching the way that she's grown her podcast and is growing her business, I've learned a lot just by dissecting what she's doing. And she lives in the UK and we've never even met face to face, but I've thoroughly enjoyed studying her business model and learning from her. So I will link her website and her podcast in the show notes in case you want to check out who I am learning from. And honestly, I'm always learning from um, my peers in my business coaching community. So I'm a big proponent, anyone who's an entrepreneur, uh, you should join something where you are plugged into a community of like-minded people. And perhaps for you, that is the visionary method. We are a coaching community, a mastermind that meets every single Wednesday. So please reach out if that's something you're interested in. But you just can't sit in the four walls of your office forever. You have to plug into different people, different networks, and make sure that you're branching outside of yourself and outside of your network. Let's go on to the next question. Uh, This one's good. It says, will you host another visionary life retreat? So I think this came from one of our past attendees, which is a great question. So just about two years ago, I hosted our first ever visionary life retreat. It was so much fun. Um, I was actually just reminded because one of the attendees of the first retreat, Alyssa, shout out Alyssa, she posted this cue card that I had given her at the retreat. I gave it to all participants and it was kind of like an icebreaker, we'll call it. So when people came into the retreat, I gave them this card. It was matching you up with one other person so that from the moment you walked in, you had someone to talk to because I wanted nobody to have an awkward moment where you walk in and feel totally alone. I know that feeling from showing up at events by myself a lot, and I just didn't want that for anyone who was attending. So she had posted because she had saved that card that had the question on it. Um, So anyways, will I host another retreat? Absolutely. The visionary community is growing every day. We've had almost 200 people move through our events, workshops, coaching programs. And, you know, aside from just wanting to have you guys over to my house to hang out, I'm also so keen to do an offsite retreat. And I'm not exactly sure what that looks like yet, but I know it is in the cards and I have the visions of us all hanging out doing a lot of business planning, personal growth, adventuring, getting new creative ideas, having guest speakers and experts there. And it is something that has been on my heart. It's just not been the right time to activate it. And I know I need to suss out what it is that you guys really want in a retreat. Do you want a day thing? Do you want somewhere where you get on a plane? Of course, with COVID, things are changing. So, you know, I'm trying to keep an open mind about what people are interested in, but 
I am 1000% keen to get us all together in person, to hang out, to share visionary ideas and to really bond when we're in person together, shoulder to shoulder, because much as I love seeing you all on Zoom, I think it is time to actually hang out. So yes, there will be another retreat. Just don't have an exact date yet, but definitely reach out to me if you are interested. Next question, what is your current morning routine? Okay, so my morning routine is really always um, made up of three buckets. And these came from a high-performance psychologist, Michael Gervais. And he talks about mind, body, craft. So I always do something for my mind in the morning. I always do something for my body in the morning and always something for my craft. So mind would be like getting out into nature and thinking or putting in a podcast and learning or, um, you know, reading a book and highlighting key sections. That's good for your mind. Body would be movement, getting a workout in, going on my bike, doing something that stimulates my body, that gets my heart pumping, that makes me sweat, or sometimes just walking my dog. So something a little lighter. And then with the craft, that my craft is my business. It's the visionary method and the visionary life brand. So I'll usually spend some time writing a blog post, recording a podcast like I'm doing right now, coming up with social media content. Uh, there's so much that I can do for my business every day. And in the morning, I have this fresh mind. Uh, and for me, that's a really fun time to pour some creative energy into the business. So typical morning for me would probably look like wake up, uh, straight to tongue scraping and brushing my teeth. And then I will boil the kettle. I'll make my first coffee. While I'm making my coffee, I'm also filling a really large 750 ml mason jar with water, juice of half of a fresh lemon. Don't use pre-squeezed lemons. Use a fresh one. Get a lemon squeezer. And then I'll sometimes put minerals in there as well. Uh, if I'm going for a workout, I will usually get my workout clothes on and then either go on a two-hour bike ride, go for a run, or I will, if I'm not working out, sit down, do an hour or two of work at my computer, and then I'll take a break to take my dog on a big walk in nature. And we'll usually hike through farmer's fields, we'll hike down by the river, and yeah, the routine is pretty simple and I'll always have a podcast playing in the morning. So again, like there's nothing overly fancy, but I feel so good when I do that for myself. Coffee, water, tongue scraping, doing something stimulating for my mind, something stimulating for my body. So I wish I had something more intriguing to share. I know some people have these crazy complex morning routines, but it's not me. Mind, body, craft is all I need to feel my best. All right, next question. Will you and Dave have children? <laughs> all right, so this is a great question as well. And the answer is, drum roll, I don't know why this person asked this, uh, the answer is yes, if we're able to, we absolutely will. Um, I think, you know, I'm still young. I'm only in my young 30s. So even though quite a few of my friends do have kids already, I'm also surrounded by a lot of people who are around the same age as me and are waiting. 
And, you know, I wake up every day feeling so joyful and so fulfilled and not yet wanting them (laughs) to be completely transparent. And I know there'll be a day when that changes, but I don't want to selfishly bring kids into the world just because everybody else thinks I should. Like, this is a very lifelong decision. And so we're waiting until we're ready. We're waiting until, you know, we feel that deep desire. And I hope we do one day, but gosh, we're just, we're really loving our life right now. And maybe that sounds selfish, but it's just the truth. And um, this year they don't really fit into the picture. So there you go. A little bit (laughs) into my personal life, but that's okay. What is making you laugh the most these days? And I think this is a question we took from the Tim Ferriss podcast. What is making me laugh? Well, I want to know from all of you guys, what is making you laugh? Because I feel like with so many different senses of humor listening to this show, I'd be very curious to hear what's making all of you laugh. But I'd say what's making me laugh is usually being with my husband. Like we, maybe me, I'm like very goofy sometimes and through my dance moves and just being giddy, uh, I tend to get us into these laughing fits. And um, what else is making me laugh? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Honestly, that's it. It's usually me and my husband just going totally loopy. So I guess it's great to say that I have a partner that I can laugh until I pee my pants. And that literally happens sometimes. So that's that. I'll leave that one there. Um, Here we go. Tips for someone who feels stuck and doesn't know what to do to get out of the rut. Yeah. Okay. If you are feeling stuck and you don't know what to do to get out of your rut, I would ask you this one question. What inspires you? Because you're never going to get out of a rut if you're not living in an inspired state, right? Like if you're not doing the things that light you up, of course you're in a rut. So Number one, you need to identify what inspires you and do more of that thing. If going and walking around new towns or traveling inspires you, you need to go do that. If being in the kitchen inspires you, you need to do more of that. If volunteering with pets inspires you, you need to do more of that. So it's really going to boil down to that, in my opinion, and Once you find that inspiration and you get in a flow of actually doing the things that inspire you, you're going to get out of your rut. I promise you, you can't be inspired and in a rut at the same time. So yeah, it's the million dollar question. What inspires you? Because as soon as you're inspired, you will realign everything in your life. You will take care of your health. You will nurture relationships. You will finally start a business because you're inspired. If you're not inspired... You're going to stay in this vicious cycle of unhappiness for, I don't know how long, but too long. So hope that helps. And final question, actually, what makes you smile? (laughs) So a lot of questions around inspiration and happiness and growth and, you know, what makes me feel good. So I do appreciate these questions because... I want to be a mirror for you. I want to show you that just by focusing on the simple things in life, the things that bring a small smile to your face, 
those mean something. You cannot discount those emotions. They're there for a reason and they're there to be a signal to you, to do more of that thing. And I think of this quote, I don't know who said it or maybe I said it, but your unhappiness is a result of the way you're living your life. Your unhappiness is a result of the way you're living your life. Happiness is also a result of the way you're living your life. So you know, think about what makes you happy. And on this question, what makes you smile? Being on my bike. So I do it every day. Um, tending to the strawberries and the rhubarb and the mint in our front and backyard. So try to visit them every day. Being in the river makes me happy. So I do that every day. Connecting with my students and clients inside of the visionary method makes me so happy. Like last week, one of my students was having a tough time was hitting a wall, was not feeling good, could not even open the laptop to work. And it made me so happy to just be able to have a conversation, a real candid, honest conversation about those days when it feels like the world is crumbling beneath you. And I love having those conversations because it makes me feel less alone and it hopefully inspires others that they're not alone on this journey too. And Something else that makes me smile, um, a friend of mine was going to be riding 160 kilometers today in honor of the summer solstice. And she was looking for people to accompany her on bits and pieces of the ride just because to ride 160 kilometers is going to take her most of the day and she didn't want to be alone. And so when she asked me, I said, yes, I 100%, I want to come meet you. I was going to meet her at kilometer 110 or 120 and then just ride with her as long as I could. And then I had to go back to work. And to me, that made me so happy because I wanted to help her achieve her goals. Like there's nothing more joyful to me than helping somebody else to achieve their goals. And I think that's the whole reason I created the visionary method, because I want to support you in achieving your goal for your life. And if that's launching a business, the visionary method is that. So I guess that's, you know, one of the things that makes me happy. And I'm also very blessed that I get to do it for work. And, um, I think that people join the visionary method because they need that transfer of energy. They need a coach, whether it's me or you join another coaching program that can literally infuse that inspiration into you on the days when you're not feeling it, that can push you to reach for your best, to, you know, not stop when things get hard and to follow through on this idea until the point it is profitable because it will be and not quit in the early days because that's how you lose all momentum. And I don't want to see you give up on your dreams. And so that really makes me happy is to help people achieve their goals to help them make their first 50,000 in online business using our course framework and to bring a smile to their face by introducing them to our guest experts and bringing them on the calls and introducing them to the visionary community. It's just the best thing in the world. So on that note, uh, just a reminder, if you do want to join our summer school cohort of the visionary method, we'd love to have you head to kelseyridle.com click the big red banner at the very top of the website. And if you do want to join us, just use the code shine at checkout on your 12 month payment plan. And you're going to save 15% on your enrollment. 
So again, KelseyRiedel.com, K-E-L-S-E-Y-R-E-I-D-L.com. Click the big red banner and then use the code SHINE at checkout, S-H-I-N-E. Whew, I'm out of breath from recording this. I have no idea why. (laughs) It's Monday, that's why. All right, visionaries, I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. If you have any questions, please send me a DM on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell, and I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis, so it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method business coaching experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.